Welcome to the Ministry Podcast. It is such a privilege that you would tune in. All of my content is designed to bring hope to the dreamers and doers that Jesus offers us a better way to life and Jesus offers us a better way to lead. I hope you enjoy today's episode. It's kind of funny because like the last, I don't know, like four months, I've kind of really wrestled with the whole idea of productivity and like, um, one of the best decisions I made this last year is I have a spiritual director now. And so he asked Mm. me like the tough questions, which by the way, has been so good for me because like right now you guys are in the NAM world, right? Your NAM, all that. So like, you know, they kind of set up those coaches and I'm grateful for everything NAM does, but like inherently at it all, it's like, you know, um, you still have to produce for them. Like, they're like, you better be passing these, you know, like you feel this pressure of how's your church doing and you want to be honest, but then you're like, you know, that kind of thing. So I love, I, I've started having the spiritual director and I can just be like brutally honest with him about how we're doing. And, um, but something he's really pointed out is like my over, like I over identify with my productivity. And so it's Mm. been like really tough for my soul uh, the last, again, like three or four months, I've been very, very frustrated because I actually haven't been as productive as I have been in the past. And mm. I like, I'm actually grateful for it though, because I think God, you know, and, and I've, I've, I was talking with my spiritual director. He's like, God doesn't want to, like, God loves that you're productive. He wants you to be productive. He loves when you create, but you know, he also, you know, it's so important now not to make that your identity because what happens when you get older and you're not as skilled anymore and you're not as talented, you know, like you're still so loved no matter if your productivity is on the best day or the worst day. Um, so that's mm. something even just to bring gospel into this, you know, like I feel like yeah, I was yeah. starting to get real self-righteous about my productivity and thinking like, why aren't these guys doing as much as I am? And my church should be growing more because I'm working harder than this guy. And I feel like God, the last three or four months is like, Oh, I'll show you, you know? So I, I've been Ooh. like producing less videos. I've been like having a lot less passion in the stuff that I'm doing, but what's kind of like by God's grace, honestly, it's weird how the new year, I guess really does something to you. <laughs> cause like, you know, January 1st, I really did feel like this, like liberation of, Oh, you know, cause I feel like I went from self-righteous to self-rejecting of like, I'm just this terrible loser blah, blah, blah. And then a book surrender to love by David Benner was just like exactly what I needed at that time. Uh, just, uh, you know, it's just funny how we never graduate from the love of God. Like I was able to experience it in a deeper way. Um, so yeah, it's just, I think the timing of this is, is fun. So I, I've been dealing and wrestling with productivity a lot. And, um, like for my spiritual disciplines, I would say this last six months has been less about activity for God and more about passivity. So I've been trying to learn things like silence, trying to learn things like Sabbath, literally doing nothing, which is really, really hard. Mm. But I know that's what we're not talking about, but that's kind of like the thing that I, that I've been like, ah, wrestling with. Um, Yeah. Okay. So the biggest thing that I've learned for uh, productivity that's helped me a lot is I'm, I think I I segment my days. I don't know how you guys do it again. um, But I segment my days into three different categories. And I think that's been what's most helpful for me. So like my mornings, I'm very like it. I want to, I almost want to say rigid. I'm very rigid about what my morning should look like. And I'm trying to learn the grace in this, that when I mess up my mornings, I can still be productive the rest of the day. But like, honestly, how I start my mornings and like my first five hours of my day is so critical to the rest. So that's Mm. like been really big for me. So the way I like, 
a look at my, um, again, it's just funny because like I look up to you guys, both you guys so much. So it feels weird teaching you guys anything, but this is what I do. And you asked. So the way I like to start my day is uh, 5am. I wake up and the biggest thing that changed that helped my productivity was the first thing I do in the morning doesn't have to be productive. So it's just about, I don't judge my time with the Lord based off of like a certain amount of reading, but just time with him. So Mm. five to six is just reading. So I've given myself the grace and the liberty to, um, I always start with scripture, but sometimes it's just one verse. I just meditate on it, think about it, or, you know, just a pericope or whatever. I just look at a little bit of it. Um, Lately, I've been really zeroing in just on the gospels. Um, And then, so that's been good for my soul and I don't rush it. I have like a, uh, my watch, it vibrates at 6 a.m. every day. So I, I don't, I have my watch on. Um, so I'm not like looking at the watch though. I just am waiting for the buzz. So that's helped me a lot. So um, I just kind of just do my thing and I pray and blah, blah, blah. So from five to six, mainly what I'm doing is reading though. So I'm reading scripture, but then I read like a devotional type book or formation book. So I've been referencing a lot of books lately on my YouTube channel or whatever. So those are the books. Like one book I have right now is called The Inner Voice of Love by Henry Nowen. You guys ever read Henry Nowen? Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. Legend. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why people haven't told me about him sooner. Um, But this book's been really helpful. So anyways, that's like five to six is my reading. So at the end of it, I feel productive just because I filled it with with him, not necessarily like, oh, I read this many chapters or whatever. Because – I was reading uh, Dallas Willard's Renovation of the Heart, and he talks a lot about the will and um, willpower. And like willpower is super limited. It's it doesn't right. take much for us to be like just forget it. You know, like your seventy five day challenge. Lord. Like you know, you know, like you're you're testing your willpower. Um, so what I've learned is like I try to really uh, stay keep my willpower. I don't want to expend it first thing in the morning. So I guess waking up early is, is the will, but then it's not like I have to get something done. You know what I mean? I'm just enjoying and learning from him. And then the biggest thing that helped me this last year to get more productive, five to six is doing that. Six to seven is I go on my bike ride or I go on a run and that is just praying. So um, my spiritual director, which has made me a little uncomfortable, but it makes more and more sense. He told me at least the first half, I need to be praying just about me and, and God. Um, even this is a willpower thing. Like he was saying um, too often, like I'm spending my prayers immediately thinking about others and main, mainly like situations, you know, like I was pretty discouraged this morning about how yesterday went. Like that's like, I brought that to the Lord about how I was stressed about it, but not praying what are solutions. That's not it yet. You know what I'm saying? Just offering it to the Lord and try yeah. to get down the depths of my heart. Why was I discouraged? But then like the last 30 minutes or so, again, this is all like time. I have it all on a vibrate system, but then I start praying like for my people and it's really life giving. But again, it's, this all makes sense with the productivity for me. It's like, I have to first take care of me, my time with the Lord and think about my family and then think ministry and pray for those other people. So what I love though, is like at seven, I'm coming in, I'm about to go shower. Like I'm already feeling successful, you know, like achieving Um, because I've been able to, you know, so those stack on top of each other. Uh, So then like from seven to 10 uh, is when I am thinking everything ministry related, not for me, not YouTube related. So, and I'll get to that, but like, so seven to 10 is I'm doing sermon prep. 
I'm reading more about the topic of this week or like I'm creating our small group curriculum. Um, at the end of this month, we're doing a spiritual formation retreat. So right now, like this morning and tomorrow morning, I'm going to do a lot about that. So I give myself on Mondays and Tuesdays for sermon prep, I just let it ruminate within me and I'm not real stressed about getting an outline down yet. And then Wednesday, Thursday is when those seven to 10, I'm really like writing my sermon. I've come up with my sticky statement, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so again, everything's real segmented, but around 10 o'clock for me, I'm burnt. Like, you know, I'm tired, yeah. uh, especially in the beginning. I'm like this sermon, I, I get frustrated. It's not there. This, there's too much, all that stuff that you guys know. So that's why 10 o'clock I'm, I'm lucky um, because my dad, his church is nearby. So I have an office there. So I go into the office and it's never for me to have alone time. It's for me to have community time. So I meet up with my associate pastor. I meet up with our youth pastor. And honestly, what's been life giving for me is um, I'm careful to tell people about this, but, uh, the youth room just got a ping pong table. So what I like doing is playing ping pong, but talking about people. So we're, we're like, so it's instead of us sitting down to me, that's not really life giving and doesn't help my momentum. So I, uh, I love to play ping pong with my associate pastor and we talk either theology, like something I'm wrestling through with the sermon. Cause he's the one who also writes the small group curriculum or um, just about like this formation retreat or just vision, you know, like not working in the church, but working on the church type thing. So yeah. I like to think like 30, like to me, that's what helps at 10 o'clock. I get real tired of the Monday and the detail. So I love to meet up with him just to have community, but also like have this regular rhythm of thinking big picture, thinking, what are we doing again in six months? What are we thinking about in a year, two years? Here's what God's been laying on my heart about the direction we're going. So I try to do that. Like, honestly, um, most days, you know, most weekdays, those are ping pong. We call it staff meeting, uh, but we play ping pong and it's just like a mindless thing with the body. Feel free to stop me at all, but this is just no, good. what I do. Um, <clears throat> what I've actually been doing lately is, uh, well, we're doing a 21 day fast. So we're fat. I'm fasting from lunch as well. So um, I don't have lunch. So what I'm trying to do is, uh, again, if I don't play, especially if I don't play ping pong, I go to the gym and play basketball with some, um, non-believers that I know. Um, and so they play every day at noon. So to me, again, like, um, I've really mentally exhausted myself all morning. So I need some sort of physical thing to kind of get back in the groove. So basketball number is like the number one thing that gives me, motivation and energy and willpower to finish the rest of the day. So usually I get home around one or what, or what was that? Is it basketball? Yes. Basketball. Love basketball. Hooping. Hooping. <laughs> I wish I can hoop when I preach, but that's uh, I know my limits. Uh, so um, yeah. So I go hooping and they don't, they call me, they don't call me Trey for no reason. You know, it's just hey, three point hey, land. Yeah, I mean, so, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm not lying. Uh, so, so, um, so that's been fun. So I get home around at one and then that's when I think of vlogs. So like to me, I want to do something. Um, YouTube for me is a hobby, like creating videos, editing videos is fun for me. So I'm grateful that something that's a hobby also can be helpful for my ministry. So um, I'm either making videos or I'm designing. So I try to do the afternoon after I've worked out, I'm being productive, but it's not necessarily a creation like... Um, uh, you know, sermon prep to me, that's like the hardest form of creation for me. 
So videos is more like uh, more fun, more um, it's a creative, it's a way to like get my creative juices flowing. So I don't know when I end around there, um, probably like three or four o'clock. And then usually four o'clock is when I start shutting down and hang out with my family for a while. And then I, uh, um, we usually have like, I got something most nights of the week, right? Like gross, like a Bible study or yeah. um, something. So I try to do like three thirty to four till six, six thirty seven with my family. Um, if, especially if I have something later that night, I want to make sure I don't just give them five to six. I want to give them a little bit more than that. So that's kind of like the regular rhythms. And then the Sabbath has helped me stay really productive by doing nothing on, on Sabbath day, except reading. I've given my, like, I figured out that, um, I don't make myself finish a book, but it's like super life-giving for me. And I know Charlie, you've talked about this as well. Like, I don't know for reading for me is, is life-giving. So it's not like a homework assignment. So I make sure it's not like something that will help my sermon tomorrow. But I, I've, I Sabbath on Friday night to Saturday night, which has helped me kind of get in like the right zone. And like that way on Sunday, I'm operating from rest, not waiting to get rest on Monday, which for me, I cannot rest on Mondays. I hate Mondays. So I'm super glad that I'm spending it with you to make it a little bit better when they <laughs> suck. So, uh, well, that's another thing on, on Mondays, I usually try to do a lot more meetings, but with people I really love and enjoy and just kind of mm. remember that life is bigger than yesterday and you know, all that kind of stuff. So Mondays, I've really tried to cram it in, in the mornings with, with people. That's why the vlogger ministry thing, I have it on, on Mondays, but then the afternoon I try to do Mondays, all the stuff I hate, all the administrative stuff, those emails, those things I have to get done but I have no desire to, I get that done on Monday because I just feel better about it and I'm more productive the rest of the week. Then, uh, so, so are you full time now? Cause I remember at one point you were, <clears throat> right. So, um, that was my schedule. If, if I don't have concrete, so, um, I'm not full time. I'm at least usually, um, I'm hoping, honestly, uh, I'm kind of restructuring this vlogger ministry thing and I'm hoping that it gives me some more income this year. Um, and then, uh, that'll remove my need for other things, but, uh, no, I'm not technically full time. I'm always doing something on the side, like making a website for a church, which I'm doing right now. Uh, but so my dad, cause of his health, we've really scaled down concrete. Um, but he said, just, he told me just the other day, he really needs to pick up. So, uh, do some more work. So that's what I hate on the days I'm doing concrete. I figured it didn't apply to you. That's why I didn't mention it. But the days I do concrete, yeah. I, I still try to wake up an hour early before, when, before I go out, um, to do, uh, to do work. And then when I'm working, cause it's so mindless, I usually listen to uh, like a sermon or something yeah. on my podcast or, or, you know, on my headphones, or I just use it to pray while I'm, you know, throwing mud around. So I try to still make that very devotional. And thankfully with that kind of job, I can, cause it's, it's not, I'm not dealing with people. It's just me and my dad and one other guy. So, um, yeah, so I, I kind of treat it as like, here's my time to think through my one liner or think through the passage, that kind of thing. No, I, no. Well, I think that's important because the amount that you're, from what we can tell, the amount you're able to accomplish and mix that in, <laughs> Which for us, that would be a lot of fundraising stuff. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know what I mean? It's a, that's what, you know, so people think sometimes our schedules, ah, oh, man, you were in Virginia. Ah, oh, man, you were in wherever. And it's like, nah. 
I'm out here pounding the pavement to, to, to so that my family can eat. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, but knowing that that you're able to, to produce that piece and have that other piece is 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 it's important for us. I think for me and Derek in particular, because it's like you got all these pieces that don't seem like they connect directly. But yeah. Still, I still got to create a, a consistent workflow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, and um, so I know you. This is probably one of those questions that goes in blog and ministry. But give D a little <laughs> taste, a little taste of your uh, little workflow when it comes to video creation, because he does all of his own video creation. Right. In house. Yeah. And I suck. And he, that, that's not his area at all. <laughs> but he's he's trying to get a little bit better at it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So give him a little taste of your little workflow when it comes to that. Yeah. So on Mondays, I try to uh, – um, I imagine you do this. So I, I get – I either Sunday if I'm filling, if I – because I don't count Sunday as a rest day. So even after church, I'm I'm resting in the afternoon, but I'm still trying to think of something to do or somebody to reach out to. Because I think Sabbath is Saturday, so I, I can't just work half the, that day, you know, just that morning. Even right. though it is exhausting, I try to give myself grace and whatever. But a lot of times, like, I get home after I meet with people. I'm like, okay, I'll upload my sermon onto my computer. And the first thing I do is I just make sure I find the start to finish, and I upload it as an MP3, and I put it on podcasts and feel unaccomplished, right? And then what I think is even more crucial is then I ask my wife, hey, what was, like, the like two minutes, what was your favorite two minutes? Something that would be helpful for our congregation, you know, helpful for people who couldn't make it. And then, um, so I go and find those two minutes and then I repurpose it as like a, it goes into my vlog later that week. So I now have that in my mind. I'm going to make a vlog that where, where that's going to fit into it. Or I just upload that one minute, two minutes straight on to Instagram and I add captions so I really try to make that a priority on sermons where I'm feeling myself and it's doing really well. And there's several two minute things. Um, uh, I actually uh, save those for later. So sometimes I think for those weeks, like yesterday, I had no two minute, like it all sucked. So <laughs> It didn't suck, but like, it was like, you know, it was one of those days I was like, that could have gotten right. better. I'm kicking right, myself. Right. Um, so, but like, that's all right because I'm going to dip into last week's message again and share another two minutes. So I like to, and I love that feeling that um, I'm always, I, I feel ahead. Like I've batched some content. I'm only sharing one this week, but I have a few others on deck if I need it, especially if next week's message isn't good, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps me a lot. So to me, I think those are valuable. That's always caught people's attention where those one to two minute clips. Um, I, I saw one on your, on your page, uh, not too long ago, and I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't you, though, right? You posted somebody else, like a guest speaker. Well, me, Ernie. Yours. Yeah, Derek. That was yeah. Ernie. That was Ernie. Yeah. But the problem, the, here's the challenge. Like, I did that. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I sat there with my camera on my iPhone, and I just recorded mm. it, and then I posted it up. I, it's like pulling teeth for me to get one of the To get somebody to do it? Says they know how to use a camera to do it. And so it's it's... Yeah, outside mm. of those, like little tiny. Little you have a camera or no? Well, I just I just got cameras because of you. Um, I hit you up a while back and asked you what kind of cameras you use, and I got those. Oh, so, good. Yeah, so I had I had my um, my wife's cousin came down. He's a videographer. He came down from New York. Cool. And um, he set it up for us, and so he recorded our whole 
sermon two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, and basically was just showing me how to do it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but then basically told me I was going to need somebody else to do it um, because it's a lot. And I told him I don't have anybody else to do it. How many? So, do you have two cameras? I do. Okay. It's not a lot. So okay. you get one and you have a building. Yeah. So it's really not a lot. So you, you, you pick two point, no, no offense to you, but um, it's oh, just because no. someone told you it was, but it's not. So you pick one yeah. where it's straight on and it's towards from the back. Um, mm. What I like with that shot. So usually I like to shoot in 4k so that I can always zoom up and zoom out. So you right. want to upload in 1080, but 4k means you can, and it doesn't distort. So mm. I like doing the main one at 4k. What mm. I do is I actually have uh, my second camera, which just so you know, on Sundays, right yeah. before I preach that last song, I'm over here turning my stinking camera on, pressing record, and then walking up because yeah. I have yet to find a second person. So I'm also Amen. doing that. Amen. Amen. So, Thank you. That's so, what I needed to hear. Okay. That's, yeah. that's all we needed to hear right there. You know what yeah. So I got one girl. She's a, just, she's a teenager, and her one job is to sit at the same spot every week, and she literally just presses record, and that's it. So I don't find the value in having that. I don't know how you preach if you walk around crazy like everywhere. Um, I, uh, in my, in the theater and my stage is so limited, I've had to train myself to kind of just stay in one spot. So we just frame it to where I can move a little bit here and a little, you know, like a little bit, but yeah. not crazy. And so I actually think those shots, a lot of times, I think pastors put way too high value on having that one camera moving with you. I think it's a little overrated. So, um, just have that one where it's wide enough to where if you go, and even if you go too far, you have that second camera angle. I usually like that second one really close, like front row and kind of okay. a totally different angle. Um, it's just, it, it's visually, it's different. Um, I think it, it ca captures people's attention. And then for your one minute clip, you're constantly going back and forth between those two clips. Mm -hmm. So what I do is on Sunday, that's the main job I do is I, um, I, how are you recording audio? Through the soundboard. Okay, perfect. So I would just get the that main file, boom, upload those other two videos. Do, what what editing software do you have? Uh, we're we're using GarageBand. Oh, right on. Okay, cool. So I've used that. Uh, okay, so that that does <laughs> that, that does video too. Did, did you hear that? Oh, you mean for video? Yeah, video. Oh, I thought you meant audio. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I was like, oh man, I didn't know GarageBand could do video. Hey, Charles, did you did you hear that laugh he did though? <laughs> that was the oh, oh, oh really? No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh no, that's great. Uh, we are what do I use for recording? Um I, Is it from the I phone or on desktop? I have iMovie. iMovie. Oh cool. Yeah. yeah. So you just take those two clips and you match them to where the audio fits, you know, mm -hmm. and then I just take out the, uh, you know, one, I take out the, I only use that one audio, the good audio file and delete the other audio files. And then you just go back and forth. It does, it's not, there's not even really a science to it. It's just every, you know, you're just always moving back and forth and that captures people's attention. And the big money, the big winner is I got the minute long clip. I have the audio, it's all matched and synced. I have it going back and forth. And then you upload that. This is a lot. I get it. But once you get it, it's not a lot. You take the audio version of it and you go to rev.com, R-E-V.com, and it'll spit you back a subtitle um, of the whole video. So then you just layer that on top 
And mm. now um, the, the subtitles are huge. When people are on Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform you're using, right, um, right. they're not listening to the audio and that's what you want them to listen to. So putting that subtitle on the bottom uh, really keeps people's retention rate much higher. So just so learning rev. to rev. Sub, yep. Subtitle. Yeah. Whatever. And then you upload that subtitle right back to your iMovie and uh, boom, it'll just be there on the bottom and it looks real nice. And then um, you're good. So that's a big, cause I, for a long time, I didn't know about rev. So I would sit there, listen to five seconds, type it out. It was miserable. It was stupid. Mm. Yeah. It's a dollar a minute, which I'm willing to pay for. So, yeah. and it, yeah. and you get your uh, caption back within uh, 24 hours. Usually for me, it's a, a couple hours, sometimes like right away. Uh, with that, rev.com, make sure you do captions. Um, there's a bunch of other options like transcript. Transcript would just send you a page long of everything you said which is not a bad idea. You know how like all those big guys, they always have their sermon and then here's the transcript of the whole thing. So in, in theory, I'm, I don't do it, but you can pay somebody $30 a week, however long you preach, it's a minute mm -hmm. per whatever. And they, they would write out a whole transcript for you, which I think is a cool option, but we haven't done that. We're, we're church planning. We're ballers on a budget. So that ain't, uh, that ain't right. in there, but um, one minute, $1, you know, that's, um, but if you upload 101, one minute and one second, it's $2. So you got to stay at that minute. Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> keep it tight. Yeah, keep it. Or if you go to two minutes, use a full two minutes. Don't do 105, you know. So. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give them, uh, don't give them uh, $2 for nothing. Yeah, you got electricity to pay for, so. <laughs> oh, and all, all that to say, yo, feel free to sign up for a vlog your ministry where Trey will give you all the tips and tricks. All the tips and tricks. So I'm yes, repackaging, I'm redoing everything, Charlie. I'm actually interested in your perspective on it. So I want, what I want to do is I, I want to keep like what we have, um, like that's going to be some group. I'm going to make a new group though. Because what I want to do is I'm going to strip it all down to four court, four videos, four lessons, and I'm repackaging it now. I think this will get more people involved, but what I want to do is vlog your ministry, how to reach a global audience and bring increase to your local church. Because I think that's the biggest thing that holds people back. They yeah, I like, like that. Oh, what, I like that. That's what I thought. I mean, like, what does this mean for my church? And right. so my first lesson is going to be uh, why, like why personal is more powerful than professional. Like why we need like these talking headshots, like why this is like not it's you need to do much more than just uploading your sermons, which is huge, but you need to do more than that. So I'm just going to kind of give the why behind that. The second lesson is how to reach a global audience. So searchable content, branding, all that stuff that we've talked about in the past. Then the third one though, is how do you reach, how do you bring increase to your local church? And all that is on how to make a welcome video and how to target people with your ads, with your video content. So that's number three. And then the fourth one, I'm giving seven different type of content pillars you can use. So I'm actually looking at pioneers of the YouTube space who are not Christian and then saying, why aren't there Christian versions of this? Hey, look at how he does this. Someone can do that. So there's a million different ways you can create content. I'm pumped about it and I'm going to make it $47. And then you're Bro. done. Bro, I'm, I mean, if you want to come to the Northeast for a couple of days, me and D will come and fly you out, bro. You can just come chill with us for a few days, man. You know what I'm I saying? would love that. Because that's, that. that's gold, bro. So I'm mm -hmm. one of your thousand true fans. 
Thank you. If you make it, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I got you. Thanks. So uh, I just thought, let's go. I think the biggest barriers, and I would love your perspective, Derek, because yeah. you haven't, you know, like to me, it's the price. And I'm like, okay, I need to feed my family. That's why I'm doing this thing. So there has to be a price, but 197 keeps, you know, church planners like me away in theory, you know, um, but I want to charge something, but I'm like, what's something that, then I think at 47, I think what I've learned this past year is 197, I can get 40 people. But if I do $47, maybe I can get 200 people and I wind up making more money anyways. And I'm helping more people get started. So like, that's kind of where I'm trying to like justify it. And like, maybe this is the new direction I need to go. So, um, and then I want to do like a once a month chat. So like, let's say with you guys, like I would go live on Facebook with you two and we would just go back and forth on just stuff we're dealing with in ministry and how to do video. And then the next month I'm interviewing that Christian vlogger, the next month, Jason may, you know, all sorts of stuff just to bring people value. So, um, does that sound interesting? I'm pretty excited. It's oh, yeah. what I want to try to go with in the future. So, oh yeah, yeah, I love it, bro. I mean, one of the big things, and you know, it's still my heart. I ain't done it yet because I feel like it's just overwhelming. <laughs> but um, I feel like guys like us, the story needs to get told more about what. Be we more do. for be more, man. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but nobody really knows what we do and how right. what it takes to do it, and um, and. For guy, for urban planners, they really don't know what we do, and uh, a lot of people consider us right. unicorns. You know what I'm saying? Just I do. No, totally. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In in the far off country, and it's like, yo, if people really understood, I think the story just needs to get told more. And so we agree. But the skills needed to tell the story are the things that's kind of missing for us. And, so and that's I think the, you're, you're huge for that. For what you're doing, the Gary V style would really work. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I don't know. I just feel like you you have so much going on all the time and it's so different. People just want to get a peek into what you're doing. Like what I'm trying mm-hmm. to learn with my ministry, what I'm doing is I have to lean into more of that searchable content. Here's 20 things you can do. Here's five things or whatever. And I can get more people. But like, Yours is just, you, your character is your city. Like, that's what's cool about Casey Neistat. Mm. New York City was the character. That's why I wanted to watch uh, your video. Your city's the uh, character, you know? And so, like, you showing off your city um, and also uh, the good and the bad, like, I'm coming back because I want to learn about the character called Baltimore, you know? Right. So, leaning into that, and I think it, you know, communicates that you love your city, why you're wanting to change it. Um, you know what I mean? I just feel like that Baltimore, I mean... Um, needs Jesus for sure. Uh, But I feel like it's a more interesting character than Queen Creek. So like, you know, I would lean into that for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's dope. That's dope. Okay. Man, I think that um, you've helped me out a lot, honestly, um, in two ways. Awesome. Primarily. um, I think the primary way you've helped me is understanding like your flow in terms of productivity um happens very early in the morning yes um i used to be a guy who was up early 
now I've got an 18 year old who drives to school and I don't have to get up so early. And so right. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. D, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh man. man. I'm, listen, I'm chilling. <laughs> no wonder I'm not getting no early morning phone calls no more. I'm like, yo, my man D done fell off. Oh, that's that man is bad. <laughs> wow. My biggest thing, the biggest reason, like, I, I hate when people get super self-righteous and like, if it's not in the morning, then you haven't met God. And like, like, yeah. I think that's too far. But the right. biggest reason for me, the game changer for me again, and I said this a few weeks ago, what if in 2020, we made it less about marking off tallies for God and made it more about marking out time with God. Mm -hmm. And for me, in the there morning, we go. There, we go. there it is. I knew you were waiting we go. for it. In the mornings, yeah. <laughs> if I'm up at five, I know my phone's not buzzing. So like that alone, like helps me get more with him and right. not like, I need to hurry. I got this meeting. Like I am, to, for me, it all comes down to that anxious spirit that I battle and that hurried spirit. And we say a lot, uh, um, we block the, we block the Holy spirit when we walk in a hurried spirit. So for me, that's why I do the morning because I'm not rushing. And so that's why I like to prize the morning more. I mean, the big thing that God's teaching me right now that my spiritual director just told me, he goes, guess what? You can also meet God in the afternoon and you keep forgetting that, you know, like you've met wow. him in the morning, you've had this time and now the rest of the day you're like, you know, it's off, you know, I'm just still running off that energy. And so the biggest thing he's telling me to learn is the, you know, practicing the presence of God and being aware, attentive of where he's at at all times. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've, I need to give God my afternoons way more. And so that's something that, um, I'm honestly trying to do like the prayer of examine, just different things. Like how do I lean into that more? But I am grateful right. for that morning. So that's why I say morning is because, you know, you're, you're a church planter. There's people pulling at you at all directions, but all those great, especially the most obnoxious people, they're not morning people. So it's real nice <laughs> just to have right. that morning with the Lord. <laughs> no, that's definitely, definitely an added bonus. And then like the second piece, like, is that like, yeah, like some of the stuff like I'm, and I'm, I'm even learning this just in terms of like leadership through the stuff that I'm reading and like, um, you know, try to capture more um, diligently is like, man, some of the stuff is just like, yeah. I, I gotta get to it. Like I gotta, I gotta press mm. the button. <laughs> and you know, right. That's just what it is. And so right. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, this is good. I think that um, the breakdown of your day is helpful. And I'm all, I, like, we want to. Me and Charlie ask everybody that. Like, how do you yeah. do it? Like, wh like, what's your day? You know. Um, Cause I'm always looking to tweet, always looking to like, what does the doc do? What's his day? Uh, oh man. His day, um, is pretty accelerated because of all that he has. Yeah. Um, he's super strict about his Sabbath. Like, mm. that's yeah. number one. like, he yeah. don't, you don't, I mean, if you get a call back from him on his, on his day off, like you won the Sounds wrong. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like he's most of the time, um, you know, he's got they got their staff meeting days and you know, yeah, creation days like that he that he's working on stuff. But um, for the most part, man, he's 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 out a lot, and that's just right. It's a different life, right? Right, different life. 
Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I just, uh, yeah. I love Dr. Mason. I listen to his sermons every week. Like he's always been a mentor from afar. So like, uh, I don't know, like I love you guys for you for sure. But I think it's even cooler that you guys are a part of <laughs> his tribe. I'm like, that is so neat to me because oh, I've yeah. loved him and followed him for a long time. Look, well, that's a good listen, preacher right there. Listen, if, if you can if you can get up to um, thriving this year in October, we'll make it so you can get you can get uh, at least have a meeting with Pastor E. Yeah. Um, um, yeah right we'll, on. We'll, I'd probably be we, too nervous, we, but <laughs> no, nah, man, we 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 can work something out for you, bro. No, that'd be cool. Um, no, that'd be really neat. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, and it may even be a, a spot where like it may even be a spot where like there may be some um, space or, or overlap for, you know, vlogging ministry to like right. have a, a, a session or a table or something like right. that. Um, where it's just double do, you know? Right on. I really, I really think, you know, this will help a lot of people. That's why I made it, you know, and I've seen it and yeah. I wish though, like the first couple of years that I did this, I think it, it didn't help my church as much as it could have. And I think like this past, I don't know how long, just more recently I've recognized how to really tailor it to help my church specifically. And that's when I'm like, okay, now we're really onto something because, you know, I, I appreciate the pastors who are like, I don't care about a global presence. I, I, I would love to, you know, it's cool that we have this conversation because I started pressing upload. You know, I would never know you guys if I didn't do this. So, like, right, that's yeah. why I'm super grateful for it. Um, but, I mean, my church needs to grow, you know. Like, I need, you know, so, like, we have goals to reach. And so, that's what I'm excited about. Is like, I'm really focusing on how can we really tailor, tailor this to help our local church, too. So, right, that'll be right. good. But yeah, I guess it's all energy. Um, there's a Kerry Newhoff podcast. He interviewed somebody a while ago and, and he wrote a book. I haven't read, I haven't read the book, but it's about uh, energy levels. So knowing your energy levels. And if I remember correctly, he even says some people, no matter how hard they try, they don't have that energy in the morning. So they just need to tailor their whole schedule around what's the highest energy. So for me, that's the morning. What's the lowest energy for me? That's right after lunch, which me not eating lunch. I never concluded that me not eating lunch actually helps me with the energy part. I don't have that post food coma anymore, which is helpful. Um, and then also I feel like it's been good just honestly, even spiritually, like it's been really good to train my body by saying, I'm not going to give in to all your demands, even though you're hungry, I'm going to push forward. It's actually helped me in my holiness and many other areas right. of my life. Um, and so, uh, but, and then the nighttime is like the mid energy and I'm like, I want that to be with my family, you know? So, um, yeah. I don't want to give them my scraps, but I guess it's all, uh, I listened to it one time. I was like, that's a great way to put it. I didn't know, like, that's what I've been doing where I, I really value that willpower right. and energy and I need to put it in the right spot and really schedule everything around all of that, which is why I hate that concrete's in the morning. I'd be so happy if it's in the afternoon, but I would die because it gets about 120 degrees out here and I would melt with the concrete. Yeah, so we have to, to do it in the morning. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, right, right. Although it's been freezing here. It's been like 32 degrees in the morning. So literally freezing. And I'm riding my bike with bike, uh -huh. my bike time is my favorite time. It's, I can't, I don't know how you guys live. Like me riding my bike in the cold, like my face is freezing off. It's just terrible. I love the heat. I'll take it any day of the week. Well, I'll tell you this. We don't go bike riding. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> That's how we make it. <laughs> bike riding. Yeah. Any other way I can help you guys or... 
I'm yeah, excited. I'm training, thankful. Man, I'm grateful for you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I would um one book recommendation is the common rule. Have you guys heard of this with Justin Whitmill early? No. Uh-oh. It's been really well, helpful. I saw you uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been helpful for, uh, it's actually, we're trying to implement it more for our whole church family, but we've been doing it for our family and our leadership. But he actually gives really helpful ways, which by the way, I'm, I'm scatterbrained, but Charlie Mitchell, you're, you're friends with John Tyson. I think that's like, I'm loving his stuff lately. Have you read his book, Kingdom Vision, Volume 2? I have. I'm in the middle of reading it and uh, adopting a bunch of his stuff. Right on, dude. Oh, like, I'm like, this is everything we've been trying to do, but he's like, he laid it out perfectly. That guy is brilliant. And I have a friend who goes to that church, but that kingdom vision book is just so good. So good. It's otherworldly. It's otherworldly. Yeah. I'm going to pick up his book, uh, creative minority next. Is that, we stayed uh, up there. Oh, really? And it was, Oh yeah. That's so cool. Anyways, what I liked about this book um, is he helps you establish four daily habits and then four weekly habits. So um, I like the way he, um, I, he, he offers uh, like his perspective on here's four, like here are the four habits you should do every day. Um, but we've kind of been taking it thinking, okay, what would be helpful for our people? We don't necessarily have to adopt everything. Um, but I think one thing that helps our people and helps me is they say daily habit number three, your first hour is you don't touch your phone, which is huge. Like I even think the willpower thing, like seeing a tweet from the president, the first thing you wake up, like that kills your willpower, you know, like you're just like negative and whatever. So um, all of that, I think that like those little things are helpful. So yeah. um, this is a really good book. I'm, we're trying to figure out how to help our church family with it of just like, right. here's what you can do. On, and then the weekly, one of them, Sabbath, um, what I've been trying to do. Uh, right now we're 21 day fasting, but I try to fast two days a week. That kind of stuff too, I feel like helps just my own, you know, wholeness. But um, right. I think also the productivity. 